Welcome to MRS Bulletin's Materials News Podcast, providing breakthrough news and interviews with researchers on the hot topics in materials research. My name is Sophia Chen. The most common birth defects occur in the heart. One common problem is a hole between chambers of the heart, which causes oxygenated blood from the lungs to mix with deoxygenated blood from the body. The heart pumps oxygen-rich blood back into the lungs instead of the body, which makes the heart work harder. John Ahrens, a bioengineering graduate student at Harvard University, is working to make biomaterials to cure these problems. In his research, he devises methods to make heart tissue. What would be a dream would be to create like a, a tissue that matches kind of the cellular architecture of that patient wherever that hole is and then ideally it could even like grow with the patient so Aaron says that there's still a long way from this type of cure but recently his lab made a significant advance to address a particular design challenge of making heart tissue that challenge is creating tissue with the correct alignment you can think of alignment this way heart cells are narrow and rectangular in shape In a natural heart, they line up in parallel to form aligned filaments. Then those aligned filaments are built up into a larger tissue with more complex alignment. Okay, so if you want to fix a hole in someone's heart, then that tissue would have pretty complex alignment. The alignment of the tissue is crucial for the heart to function. It actually twists to pump blood effectively out of the body. And that twisting motion comes from this really complex alignment where it changes through the thickness of the myocardial wall, or just like the thickness of your heart. To create the alignment, Aaron's team uses a method known as bioprinting, which is a fancy term for squeezing material out of a syringe in a highly controlled manner. But we we attach it to this really complex, what we call gantry, a really complex machine that is able to very finely move uh, up and down and side to side and it can speed up and slow down, and we can program all of that. But at the end of the day, all we're doing is squeezing things out of a nozzle. Previously, researchers had been able to align small units of tissue in one direction. Aaron's group took tens of thousands of these little tissues to create larger tissues that they aligned in complex ways. Aaron's describes their method to create alignment using an analogy. Imagine several logs aligned in all different directions flowing down a river. Over time, those logs will align parallel to the direction of flow. In a similar way, the material that comes out of the machine is aligned with the direction that the nozzle moves. By changing the speed and the direction and the print path, we're able to get different tissues with different orientations and different functions. And so in that sense, we're programming that function. Their tissue samples were about a centimeter in size, about the thickness of a human heart. The material's density was roughly between 100 and 300 million cells per milliliter, very similar to a natural heart. They demonstrated a few different alignments. They could make tissues that were aligned vertically, in a circular pattern, or even the shape of a chevron. We just wanted to demonstrate some orientations that are more difficult that you couldn't really do without just by relying purely on self-assembly. They evaluated the samples by staining them to see the alignment. They also placed the tissues on a platform where they could measure the force of the cells as they contracted, as heart muscles do. 
In future work, they will need to figure out how to make bigger tissues and how to incorporate blood vessels to provide oxygen and nutrients to that tissue. This research took four years of work, says Ahrens. He's been motivated by the real-world application of this technology. During the first part of his graduate studies, he spent time at Boston Children's Hospital, learning from doctors about real patients with congenital heart defects. And I think it's important to remember that it's not just for a paper, but that ultimately what we're all trying to do in this bioengineering space and in cardiac tissue engineering is, is really change or how you know, we approach and try to treat disease. This work was published in a recent issue of Advanced Materials. My name is Sophia Chen from the Materials Research Society. For more news, log on to the MRS Bulletin website at mrsbulletin.org and follow us on Twitter at mrsbulletin. Don't miss the next episode of MRS Bulletin Materials News. Subscribe now. Thank you for listening.